Welcome back to the Mike Calvin Show. It's 1025 The Bone. I have a question. Do you still, you guys still have no air conditioning in your house? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Joe just asked me about coming over one day, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And then I went, mm. I, I was going to go see Miggs uh, at, at, what do you call it, Janice the other day. Right. But I just couldn't because my day was too long. Mm. But my plan was I was going to see if I can crash at your house afterwards. Always welcome. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Now, next week, my wife is going to see uh, Billie Eilish. Oh. Yeah. So I was like, That's maybe exciting. I'll... Oh, you know what? <laughs> what? Have you seen... I know you had the Billie Idol... Or, I mean, uh, Billie Joel Eilish. Oh, my yeah. God. Have man. you seen Billie Nylish? No. Bill, Bill Nye? Nye? No. Yeah. Oh, let me see <laughs> if I can great. find it real quick. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, I would say my wife was going with my son and all that. And I was like, maybe I'll maybe I'll come over next year. But I just realized, forgetting one small thing, my daughter. Oh yeah, yeah I well. should probably hang out with her. Um, <laughs> She's welcome at the island. No, too. I don't want. I don't want her melt. Oh and yeah, Karen can hang. Are we babysitting? Yeah. So, I'm, I don't want. I'm not gonna get a babysitter so I can go sleep in their den of sweat. <laughs> well, the oh. weather's been nice. It hasn't been hot. And at the house, what the good thing about that house is Ladontek, the way he built it. When it gets cold. And then it gets warm. It's still the house remains cold on the inside, even though it's hot on the outside for a go. couple of days. He's talking to a guy who's dead and haunted. Yeah, the house. he built yes. it and haunted. Yeah. He does. He does haunt it. It's oh, very right. terrifying. Uh, Joe, real quick, I sent you the uh, Bill Billy, Billy Nylish. Nylish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Do you guys not believe in air conditioning? Do you just not? No, I I said to Joe, I said I need to call Dennis at Superheat Air. And you guys need to get a new unit. That's the only way I'll come over your house. Yeah, that would be that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Can, can you get that done? Yeah, I mean, I try financing it. and all the other stuff that you need. Yeah, yeah. Because I'll help, however. But you know, I don't like to come. I'm not a big complainer, so I don't want to nag Pat Pap in there. I know he, you should. He takes you're it paying, hard. You're paying rent. You're probably paying more than he does. Yeah, probably. But he you know, he takes it real hard when he you know when he's like, oh, I don't have the working AC. You I'm should a, be like, I'm you're a, a landlord. Yeah, he I is was a failure. Slumlord is what well, I call. Well, also think about it. I mean, you know, a lot of elderly people have problems with the heat and stuff. And if you don't have air conditioning in Florida, you could die from that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, especially. Well, he's always cold, so it, uh, he doesn't really get affected. He's going to die like like the, like Jack Nicholson. He's going to freeze. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. I get super hot, so I'm. And you know, I know the electric bill is probably very high because I run my window unit all day. Yeah, you do. Oh yeah, it's hot. Yeah, but that's not using a lot. That's not. Using I hope not. Can you just time it to turn on like around noon? Uh, no, because I like it. I like it to like you. I like it to remain cold. I don't like it to have any period where it's warm in that room now. Mm. But I also am afraid because the house was built so uh, long ago. I tell Joe this all the time. I'm afraid I'm going to die in an electrical fire one day. Oh, and I'm just going to be swallowed. But it's by also flames. probably safer to have it on the entire time, where it shuts off if it gets to a certain temperature, and then go right. like auto. Because right. otherwise, you're starting from you know hot, Scratch, right? Cold, you know. That's kind of what the, I figured. Uh, Joey, did you get that email? He hasn't got the email? Is that yeah, what I don't know. There's something going on with his email because, oh, you know, man. I know that the distance isn't the thing because mm-hmm. it's right. five feet away. But for some reason, it takes forever to get in there. It takes forever yeah. for him to get email. I have to send to both of his emails and then one will send it to the other <laughs> yeah. one. I don't know what's going on. Because <laughs> yeah. well, right. he's still using Hotmail. Hot well, yeah, I, I, send it to, I send it to his other thing, too. Uh, here, I'll just show you guys. Oh, that's There's awful. Uh, um. Yeah, I know it still works, Carmen, but I have a feeling like they don't upgrade their software. You know what I'm right. saying? Like yeah. when Tom left MySpace, MySpace yeah. is just still went down. Yeah. yeah, I still have Hotmail because that's what I put in when you sign up. You know what I mean? Every store you go into or whatever right. for coupons. Yeah, that's what I put in. I put in my Hotmail, and I have 200 emails a day. Yeah. It's Do you know that I? Uh, yesterday, I was so pissed off. 
I use Robinhood to buy stocks, and I transferred a bunch of money over into Robinhood. It takes a couple of days. It got there on the second. I was ready to go. And their goddamn site was down. The best day to buy us is I was down all day. Of course. And I was so mad. And clearly, everybody who used it was mad. Do you know why they were shut down? I can't confirm this, but somebody said Because they were busy buying it all for themselves. No. (laughs) They're like, oh, we got it. They didn't code for Leap Year. Oh, Uh, stop. And it it screwed up their system. I don't know. That's what somebody said on Twitter. I don't know that that's true, but I was like, you mother. Yeah. Yeah. They should have to pay us all. Yeah, Something. seriously, because that's that is incredibly inconvenient. Oh, I mean, like on all of all days. Well, that's that was buying. Yeah, because I mean, I know timing with the market is kind of essential, especially if, sure. If you're yeah, I'm not up, getting you know. the day today today that I would have gotten yesterday. Yeah. Did any of you guys watch that movie, that Hummingbird Project, with uh, one of the Thor's brothers or whatever? The one of <laughs> no. you know the, the Swedish the guy. No, yeah. no, no, it wasn't Hemsworth. It's oh, Loki. No, no, no. Sorry, I said Thor. I meant to he, the guy who played Tarzan. Uh, it was Thor's uncle and his sons, Skarsgård. Yeah, oh, yes. all of the Skarsgårds. Yes. It's him, and then that Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. Yeah, Selma it, Hayek. Yeah, also yes. Yeah, and it's about. It was based on a true story where the guy figured out that if they ran lines underneath water and this and that, and if they had these lines, they'd get it like a half a second faster. But that could be millions and millions yeah, of yeah, dollars yeah. per day. And it was it was pretty interesting, but it wasn't great. Yeah, but it was a good idea. And I it's don't an interesting find story. He's not nearly as exciting as his brother is. You know what I'm saying, Liam Hemsworth? No, no, no. It wasn't oh. Hemsworth. Skarsgård. Oh, Skarsgård. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're all good. Yeah, I said I like Thor, Skarsgård. but it was yeah. Thor's uncle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joey has it. The uh... it Thor's uncle. <laughs> Yeah, he was. No, wasn't he? He was the the professor, the scientist. He was no relation to Thor? No, no. He was. Oh, okay. He worked with Natalie Portman. Oh, okay. I just have to say that, Galvin, before you get 9,000 emails yeah. from nerds. <laughs> There's Billy Nihilish. Uh, I didn't really pay attention. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, it is uh, time to check in with Galvin. He's got today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. I was listening to the replay. Can you tell Galvin Alexander Skarsgård? Wasn't Thor's uncle? Thor didn't have any uncles because his father was a soul. If you were, if you were going to email me that, just hit yourself in the head with a hammer, like Thor. I mean, somebody was typing as we speak. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. The huge selection. They've got New Balance. They've got Nike. They have Vans. They have Ultra. Everything you could possibly want. Get in there whether you got fat feet, skinny feet, big feet, small feet. Find the perfect fit. Make sure you tell them Galvin sent you. You get ten percent off. Just go right up to him and go. Mm-hmm. Or locations. you can walk in singing loud. Pelts, 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 Oh, don't do it like that. <laughs> Seven <laughs> locations throughout Pinellas, Hillsborough, Sarasota, and Fort Myers, and brand new location in West Bradenton. In fact, if you can hear my voice right now, you are near a pelts. You know what's less funny than emailing Galvin and saying, Thor didn't have an uncle, is doing it now thinking you're being funny because we talked about it. Yeah. I'm going to do it now. Hey, totally I've actually on. shut off all my email. You and all shut it down. Com- all comments on any of my Instagram or Twitter. Oh, yeah. It's over now. I just saw the funniest story. You know Deontay Wilder? He said that his outfit was too heavy and that's why his legs were gone for right. the fight. Yeah. Um, you know those Canadian goose jackets, the really heavy ones? It's a Deontay Wilder in hospital after trying on Canadian Canada goose jackets. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, what's funny though is he actually said that he would uh, train with a forty uh, pound vest on. Yeah, that was garbage. Yeah. That was garbage. Oh, I know. Uh, it's you lost. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, lost. Yeah. <laughs> so we got the third fight. We'll see what happens. Uh Carmen, do you know what today is? Tuesday? No. It's 
Super Tuesday! Super Tuesday is election day early in the U.S. presidential primary season when the greatest numbers of states hold primary elections and caucuses. Uh, More delegates to the presidential nominating conventions can be won on today, Super Tuesday, than any other day, amounting to approximately a third of all delegates. Uh, It's a strong indicator of the likely eventual nominee. Your, uh, your... Your guy, Bernie Sanders, is getting pushed out again. The Who's Democrats guy? got together, whoever, yeah. whoever <laughs> likes Bernie. Talking to a lot of people right now. Uh, Bernie Sanders was, was doing very well and was in the lead. And the Democrats got together and they said, Bernie cannot beat Donald Trump. And they struck some deals. And now they're all supporting Biden. They got uh, Klobuchar dropped out, uh, made a deal with Biden. She's probably going to have some sort of job, maybe even running as a vice president. Ooh. Then um, Pete Buttigieg dropped out. He showed up to endorse Biden, and which is weird because Booty was a uh, Bernie guy for the longest time. And then, uh, surprisingly, who's on the ballot right now? Who's left for the Democrats? Uh, you have Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard was a surprise. She hasn't campaigned or done anything other than make Instagram videos, uh, and she's still in the, she's still there. Yeah, she's out there doing stuff. She's just not in any of the de- uh, the debates. Yeah, you know, people forget about her. She's not getting any delicate. Yeah. She's wasting yeah. time and money. Do you know who else uh, endorsed Biden? Um, uh, Beto. Yeah, O'Rourke. you got the hot, hot heat of yeah. Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> yeah, the guy who said he was going to come and take your guns. Uh, yeah. Damn right I'm going to come take your guns. Good luck, Beto. Yeah, so Amy Klobuchar ended her presidential campaign and endorsed Joe Biden on Monday, making her the third Democrat in three days to exit the race after Biden's big win in South Carolina. He said he was a win in South Carolina. She she was doing rather well. The only way she dropped out is if they made some sort of deal. Probably. And, and that was the Democrat saying... We got to edge Bernie out again, the same way they did when Hillary was, Hillary was running. Bernie was doing great. And the Democrats were like, we can't have Bernie. And they put all their change into Hillary Clinton, and look what happened. Uh, at Biden's rally, Klobuchar announced that she suspended her campaign and threw her support behind uh, Joe Biden. By the way, did you see Biden the other day talking about uh, all people are created equal and the, and uh, you and then you know the rest? Like he did, yeah, he just you know, like, he he's just out, stumbling yeah. and mumbling. He's but like, you know what? Though? He goes and also and then uh, uh, and uh, you know the rest. Oh it's God! Like, don't start it if you don't know it. Here's the deal: is that you you? It doesn't mean he's not intelligent. No, when he can't. I know, but he's he's giving uh, Trump fodder to go ahead and just call him old, right? And and it's hard when you're out there doing as much public speaking as you are. You're going to screw some stuff up. Sure. Sometimes I hear things I say on this show, and I go, what the hell did I just say? And I, I'm, my mouth is just on automatic pilot, and uh, and that's going to happen. That's why I can never run for office, and, and Biden's having a hard time doing that now. He's not going to win. He's not going to win, and if he is, I, I don't know. I almost would rather see Bernie win than Biden just because if you really want change, that's where the change is going to happen. Biden's going to be the same old thing. Yeah. I'm voting. I'm, if it comes down to that, I'm voting for Trump. Just telling you right now. I know nobody is surprised by that. Yeah, I don't um, think so. Now, the new rumor is that with Mike Pence being in charge of the coronavirus caper, that um, he will not be Trump's running mate for uh, vice president, as vice president, that Trump will take former U.N. ambassador Nikki Haley, and she will be his running mate. That I don't think is a bad idea. Yeah. She a bad did a idea great job. That's not yeah. bad. Has that happened before where a president has dropped their vice president I, for another one? I don't know. I got a lot of history questions. Yeah. We don't know any of the answers. <laughs> and folks. nobody on this side of the room knows how to use uh, Google. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Where's the computer I bought you? Uh, that's having some battery issues. Do you know there's a plug that came with it? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, just 
not holding the charge. What really? are the battery issues? The battery wasn't working and you didn't do anything about it? Huh? Is that the battery issue? Well, I talked to engineering, but, you know, they, they don't want to Is it really that's the case? Yeah, just the battery's got a little <laughs> That stinks. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. Are you kidding me? I was trying to fix it quietly before anybody noticed, but mm. apparently you guys are well, very keen. Nobody answered our question on the about uptake. the the vice president. I'm Googling it right now. I know, but you, you know, I bet you Gio's already just sitting there laughing with I'm the answers in his hand. Can you plug in the computer? Thomas Jefferson had multiple vice presidents. Mm-hmm. Give me something from the last 40 years. Uh, do you really want that? Yeah, that hasn't <laughs> happened in the last 40 years, I can tell you that. Maybe 60? Truman. Truman? Oh, yeah, it was the what? last. All his campaign opposed to Truman. It's not like a list. Read it and give us a report later. <laughs> yes. I know. All right. Uh, speaking of Pence, with Americans very concerned about uh, contracting the coronavirus, Vice President Pence held a press conference from the White House yesterday. Here is what he had to say about the coronavirus. Let's be clear. The risk to the American people of the coronavirus remains low. Oh, good. Well, that sounds oh, good. Yeah. I don't know. It seems I like, feel better now. seems like other people <laughs> say that there's a problem, whatever. But uh, yeah. about three out of five Americans say they've taken some action to avoid coronavirus, according to a new survey. The most common thing people have done is start washing their hands more, which they've been telling you to do. Uh, 7% have worn face masks in public, which they say doesn't really help you at all. But, you know, probably couldn't hurt. But the thing that it is hurting is people buying all those. Then you have the problems with the hospitals not having enough when they're trying to treat people who have coronavirus, so it's kind of a vicious circle. Uh, and 3%, uh, John Senning, have skipped work. No. So, yeah. Maybe that's what he's concerned about. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, if I start feeling sick, I'm going to skip work. Yeah, as Not you for should. coronavirus. I just don't want to get anybody else sick. Right, and that's normal, whether it be flu, whether it be just a cold, whatever it is. I mean, that's just common sense to do, especially in here where you're in the room, you're on the microphone, yeah. like you could easily spread that stuff. Yeah, and and you know, there's twelve other people in this room that can get sick. Right. They're sucking in my germs. I ordered a bunch of Lysol from uh, Amazon that should be delivered tomorrow. Coming right from, from China. From, from, I don't care. <laughs> I'm bringing it in here. Don't tell me Lysol is coronavirus. Uh-huh. In there. I saw it. I read the internet too. Yeah. I want to bring it in here and uh, spray these mics down every day. Yeah. So. Uh, Apple has tentatively agreed to a $500 million settlement after admitting to slowing down older phones. You sons of bitches. We knew you were doing it. insane. The deal would provide small small payouts for many iPhone owners in the U.S., plus greater compensation for named class members and attorneys. Uh, It covers people who bought any product in the iPhone 6 and 7 lineup, which Apple secretly throttled to conserve battery life. Unreal, man. And still we're buying iPhones, and we're still going to keep going. Right. We still do what we have to do. We're right. suckers. So are still they give our face to everything. Give everybody permission to go through our stuff. Are they not doing this anymore? Now is that is that part of their deal? They're, or they're, they're just telling us they're right. doing it, and we can't do anything about it? Yeah, because that's how it feels. Yeah, it that totally could be bending us over, and you know they're like, we did do it on the six and seven. We're also doing it on the yeah. eight, yeah. nine, ten, eleven. Like, what is- we have plans to do it more on the twelve. Well, they do it on their laptops too, because I had to get my laptop fixed, and it's a two thousand. 2014, and the guy at the Apple store said after four to five years, they start phasing out parts. Yeah. So you can't get it fixed I mean, that's, anymore. That's understandable. No. Yeah, because four to five years, your thing becomes obsolete. I mean, you can't, I, I have a hard time getting parts for my Hummer because it's, it's you know, how old is it? 13, but my laptop years old? works just fine. I know, but you clearly not if you need parts. But I don't. It was literally just one little fix. They did a couple keys, tap, 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 and it's been fixed. But here's the thing, Carmen, is in the grand scheme of things, they could have a car 
They could run on steam. They could run forever and never break down. But then we wouldn't be paying for gas and oil and parts and everything else, and the economy would totally change. Yeah. So they do that. I mean, that's how businesses make money. Yeah. They're never going to make the perfect product. Nobody's ever going to make a product that lasts forever. Yeah. That's, you know, you don't have to replace anything. You don't have to do anything. Because then they're just like, well, it would never get repeat customers. Yeah. You buy one, and then it's done. They want you to buy this one, the six, then the eight, then yeah. the ten, the, you know. Right, but to slow it down or to phase out parts. Yeah, that's sneaky. That's just Very sneaky. Bad. Yeah. You should all not buy iPhone anymore. What? (laughs) Really, though, I got to be honest with you. I have no idea when it comes to phones. You know, nerds will tell you, oh, this Android, this is better. Everybody says Android's better. This is better. This is better. The only reason, the only reason I have an iPhone is because of our calendar. Yeah. Which you could probably do on Android. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just connect it and <laughs> yeah. it works that way. I have an Android because, uh, I mean, an iPhone because I have everything Apple in my house and it just works better that they're all connected. Although, See, and that, that makes, makes sense. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. I don't. Yeah. I don't have Apple stuff. I have the uh, Apple iPhone, and that's it. Yeah. You know, it's not syncing to my iPod. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I was listening to the news yesterday. I don't know if it was NPR or something, but they, in, they interviewed a guy who was a, um, he was a surgeon that works with uh, viruses, a, a virus surgeon. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, they were talking to the guy. He's He's an active surgeon, but he's in New York, and... He went on the radio and he was doing interviews and he said that everybody is like, oh, there's only a couple of cases in the United States, whatever. And he said, do you know how many people have been tested in the United States for coronavirus? 32. Mm. 32 in the whole country. He said, watch by midweek, we'll be in the thousands. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because people don't know that they have it. You know, they're out there just going, oh, cough, cough, cough. And I got something red in my eye. Oh, God. Oh, man. And then all of a sudden, you got it. I was trying to explain to my son. He's like, why? Everybody, he goes, everybody says it's like the flu. So what are we scared of? I go, I'm not scared of being sick. I'm not scared of, I'm scared for people like Kevin, uh, SBK, who had a, uh, a kidney transplant and has a low immune system. I'm scared for my uh, my mother who just had open heart surgery, for my in-laws who are in their 80s. Sure. You know, it's people like that that I'm scared for. But I think smart, uh, smart life will, my in-laws hardly ever go outside. Yeah. And when they do, all they have to do is, you know, take care of themselves, wash their hands and watch where they're going and that kind of stuff. And uh, same thing with my mother. And, you know, just watch out. And then I had to explain to him what happens if it gets really bad. And because the governor already declared a state of emergency. And if they have to, they could just start shutting things down. So you know, don't leave the house, curfew at yeah. 10 o'clock. I mean, that gets weird. I didn't experience that until a couple of years ago when a hurricane was coming. And they were like, this could be a bad hurricane. And I went, okay. If we're going to be out without power for a couple of days, I want to buy some shotgun shells mm-hmm. just in case I have to protect the house. Uh, and I went to Walmart, and they were like, we can't sell them. And I go, why? And they said, we can't sell ammo when there's the governor declares a state of emergency. And I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. And then I went next door and bought them at a different place. But uh, <laughs> yeah. but still, was there that was... Was just Walmart's policy, or I is guess. that Florida's policy? I, well, I, they were saying it's the state policy. Right. But the place next door was like, yeah, we never heard of that before. Buy whatever you need. Um, but, uh, you know, then all of a sudden, everybody's making a run for water. And it's it's just panic. Yeah. It's panic is what you have to worry about. That's when it gets scary, when the people are starting to run for the water and the food. And mm-hmm. then you, next thing you know, Jimmy's punching you in the face because he needs two more extra bottles right. of water. And you're like, Jesus But Christ. it happens every time there's a hurricane and then nothing ever happens. And then we're all stocked up on water but, for a year. But that's not bad. I mean, no, I used all bad. the water I bought for the hurricane. We go through water. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not like it's not going to get used. But the people that are in panic while they're doing it and getting in fights right. and stuff like that, those are the people that you got to be. You should always in this state be prepared for a couple of weeks without power 
whether it be for weather reasons, mm-hmm. whether it be anything. You never know. A meteor is going to come and hit something. I you should always be prepared. I bought a bunch of water, and then I just dump it out in the yard. <laughs> no. <laughs> you just step bad, on right? it, yeah. Right? Oh. This was hurricane water. Uh, like, I can't use it now. Yeah, maybe, no hurricane. Maybe Joe's trying to get prepared for having no AC. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Just get used or to email. It. Mm-hmm. Really, in any state you live in, you should be prepared for a couple weeks. Because, like, even up in Michigan, we could lose power from a snowstorm. Last night, Tennessee, trapped. people kill with tornadoes. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you should just always be prepared. Mm. Uh, Jacksonville, Florida teacher is accused of stealing drugs from a colleague's purse. The victim says that she had three Adderall pills in her purse on February 19th. However, when she went to take the prescription, the pills were gone. Jacksonville Sheriff's Office said surveillance video shows a fellow teacher, Megan Mary Jones, was the only person to enter the room. Jones is charged with grand theft of a controlled substance. Is Jacksonville, Florida? She's Mary uh, Megan Mary Jones, teacher. Is she hot or not? What kind of drugs are they? Adderall. Yes, she's taking Adderall. Smoking hot. Spanish. I agree. I think she's probably pretty hot. Carmen, hot or not? Taking Adderall. Hot. Show the picture, Joe. Oh, yeah, you're goddamn yeah. right. She is. Ah, Holy cow! Yeah. I'm gonna bail her out. Yeah. Right. Whoa. She's gorgeous. Yeah. Also, not that interesting of a story, just a great picture. Yeah. Great yeah. picture. Yeah. And that's a mugshot picture. Yeah. She In that picture in her head, she's going, I got caught. Remember when I had people steal Adderall from my house? Oh, yeah. No, I don't remember that. Yep. And in Spanish, I had to have a really sad, yeah, tough serious conversation. conversation. Yeah. I was, I, my wife had an Adderall prescription that she had in her nightstand next to her next to the bed. And she never. How she, long ago was this? Oh, years ago. It was. I think we were doing afternoons. Yeah, we okay. were. And we didn't. Uh, she didn't take it all the time. And then when she went to go get it, she realized a significant amount was missing. Okay. And I, I the only person that had been in my house, besides the, the people who I think did it, were was Kelly. And I had to call Spanish and go, "You don't think?" And I didn't think, but I yeah. had. A, I didn't want Spanish to go. Yeah, she's got a problem. Oh, and he man. was like, "No." I was like, oh, thank "And God. it's one of those things you have to ask to give yourself peace of mind, right? Yeah. Like you have to hear the word no." In my mind, there's no way. Yeah, because I think Kelly would have been like, "Hey, give me some of the Adderalls." You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So I had, I had no idea. Then, but could uh, you imagine if I was like, I didn't know how to tell you? <laughs> yes, but that would have also been good. Yeah. You know, that we would figure it out. But then it was I figured out I looked at the cameras and figured out the only other person that was in my house. I'll tell you off there. No, no, no. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. I know, right? That I is a bold move. Didn't call the cops because they had a record and they would have went to jail. Oh, mm. that's very sweet of you. That's no, nice it's not. Of you. Oh, don't worry. Not even. Yeah. Um, Tom. Good morning. You're on the Mike Calder show. Hey guys, how you doing? What's up, Tom? Uh, well, you know, I'm I'm listening to all this stuff about this virus, and I know it's a real thing, and I'm not dying to downplay it. But every year, it's something different. It's Zika. It's West Nile. It's Ebola. It's, they did it. Ebola, all of it, right? Yep. So, you know, I, I'm. it's right around election time, and all this sort of stuff starts to happen. I mean, who's to say that this isn't the media trying to drive up, you know, some kind of scheme to get the stock market to go down and the guys that are, you and know, listen, driving it, this. It was the first thing I said because it generated from China. China is in direct competition with us market-wise. What a way to sink the market before an election to make Trump. I mean, you see, if you watch... Uh, CNN and MSNBC, they actually call it the Trump virus. So to make the president yeah. look like the, like the, but any level-headed human being should be able to go, panic is what's hurting the market, not not the president. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and then the, I hear the market goes up 12,000 points, 12, yeah, 12,000 points yesterday. Yeah, when up. I couldn't get on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Like, you know, uh, that seems like a scheme to me, you know, drive the market down. Well, 
prices are low, sneak in and buy up it all the It seems very plausible, sell. sir. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not. I mean, we. I mean, we. You admit we can make it rain when we want to make it rain, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I, listen. They tell you you put you put a certain I'm not amount a of flat earth or any of these like no. Alex Jones and all that. But it's, right, but I'm, you not, I'm not drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah, you don't have you to know? drink the Kool Aid. It's simple science. If you if you uh, if you need to get something done, you can get it done. I mean, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. I do. I think it's true. No, but it 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 can be. It's not it's not too far fetched. Yeah. I mean, I think over time we learn. And, and you know, I was I I think I attribute most of this to uh, Julian Assange and. The other guy, what's his name? The other, the other guy who oh, gave Snowden. up all the Snowden, uh, by letting us know what we always feared was probably true—that the government was listening to us, that they were spying on us—and I think we've just come to accept the fact that that's the way life is. So the idea of what you're saying is very possible. I hope it's not true, yeah. especially if people are, are, you know, Americans are dying over it. I hope it's not true, but yeah, at the same time. Uh, everybody also seems to believe that it was made in a lab somewhere and that it gets yeah. out of control. So thank you for your call, sir. I appreciate it. Tim, good morning. What's up, Tim? Hi, Tim. Uh, this is... Yes. Hello? Yes. What is your name, deep voice guy? Hey, Jim. 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 Sorry. What's up, Jim? Hey, I uh, love the show. Long-time listener. There's so many things that you've got going on right now. But, uh, you know, one of the things you were talking about is uh, – you know, when we get into these hurricane seasons and, you know, disaster preparedness, at the beginning of the season, my wife and I, we do pretty well. And, you know, we load up on uh, all kinds of water and food and everything. And, right. and at the end of the season, when we're done, take it all down to Metropolitan Ministries. That's great. And just and just donate it. And, you know, and we're good for the season. And and uh, when we're done and we know we're in the clear. The, yeah. There's no, you know, there's no bad end to that. There's no... Oh, my food went bad, or whatever. You you, you donate yeah. it, people get to use yeah. it, and then next year you start over. Yep, yep. absolutely. Thank Jim, you, Jim. Uh, hold on, hold on. You're such a great guy, man. I love listening to you. And uh, Jim, are you from Philly? Jim, are you yeah, from? I am. Yeah, okay. What did, what did he say? What did he say? Water, water, water. Eagles. Yeah. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate it. The police in Lancashire, England, pulled over an 11 year old. Uh, who was driving a car in a parking lot on Sunday. The adult family member who was with him told the cops it was the only way to get the kid to stop playing Grand Theft Auto all just day. Let him drive? Yeah, oh, it was no. just to let him drive an actual car. The family member was hit with several traffic charges. Would you let your son drive at a younger age if you felt comfortable enough to let him drive? And they say, okay, 12 is too young, but let's say uh, 15 if you feel like your son can drive enough at 15, they'll give him his driver's license, but you have to be responsible for it. Would I let him drive? Yeah. In this area, probably not. Like somewhere else. Yeah, somewhere else. I think I would. Like where I grew up in Illinois, easily, mm-hmm. because there's so many just country roads. You don't, don't see anybody, you yeah. know, or anything like that. But here, it's so congested and so much that I, I don't think that would be a great idea. I taught my son how to drive the golf cart using one foot. That's a hard thing to learn. When you just assume you're going to use two feet, left foot on the brake, right foot on the gas. Yeah. Once you get used to that, that's that's one of the things you get out of the way. But it's so dangerous to drive with two feet. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But most kids, I know when I was, I got in the car, I was like, two feet. And they were like, yeah. nope, one foot. And I learned on a stick shift, so it was even harder to stop using the left yeah. foot. So anyway, um, I think that if my son, if I felt comfortable enough with him driving at a certain age, I would sign on to that project. Because really, I don't know, Florida's like, I couldn't get mine until I was 17. 
until I was a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. But I knew I, I could drive when I was in my sophomore year. And I think a lot of kids now with Uber and all the different ride share stuff are getting their driver's license later and later. Or if they're even getting it, they're like, hey, yeah. who parents, who needs yeah. it? Don't hurry. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, though. I couldn't That's... wait to get my driver's yeah. license. Me too, and I failed my first test. Yeah, Listen, I, I was driving the car. I had four older bro- three older brothers, yeah. so it was, you know, I was driving the car when I was 11, you mm. know, just driving around. And plus, I was always on motorcycles and all that stuff, so I kind of knew how to do that stuff. You, you already conquered the fear of yeah. moving a vehicle on a yeah. motorcycle, so you were you were ready to go. You'd be a perfect example of that. Yeah, and I did take my mom's car one time and drove all the way to my friend Marty Miller's house, <laughs> Animal. which was like 15 minutes away in town and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I was, I want to say I was 14, maybe, oh or 15. God. My mom was freaking out. And I'm like, I'm totally fine. I go, I'll be back. And I came back home. Oh, she I told so my mom, I told my mother the other day. I go, do you remember when you let me drive before I got my driver's license? She's like, that never happened. I go, oh yeah, it did. You were exhausted from working all day, and then I had to go to the movie theater to work. And you were like, you can drive. Just take the car. And she was. How asleep. old were you at the time? Uh, I was probably 16. Yeah. No, I might have even been 17. It might have been just. Before I took my driver's license yeah, test. Right. I mean, she had let me drive with her a bunch of times, so she knew I could drive. But uh, she's, she's like, I don't remember that. And I go, hey, well, you were exhausted. And I understand you make those decisions. You're like, just try not to die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please don't die. If you're tired enough, you'll let your kid drive at any age. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty interesting. Two women in Philadelphia who've been friends since the sixth grade just found out that they're sisters. They're half-sisters, actually. One was getting married, and it turned out her dad used to date the friend's mom, who passed away years ago. No one made the connection until now, and they're super excited about it and stuff. But they started asking the dad, hey, did you know so-and-so's mom? And he was like, mm-hmm. yeah, what are you asking about that for? Whatever. Uh, there they are up on Bone TV. Uh, yeah, but they've been friends since sixth grade mm-hmm. and then found out that they were sisters. That's pretty cool. They kind of look yeah. alike. Yeah. I um, found out the other day. That somebody that's close to me that was adopted, mm-hmm. um, finally after all these years, located their birth mother. Yeah, and turned out for the last twenty years lived right in the neighborhood. That's really? so interesting. Was so- not from here. Moved here and they lived in the same neighborhood. Wow. So my wife and her brother were both adopted. Right, they're not, not from different re- families. Yeah, they're not related. They were both adopted by the same family, so they became brother and sister or whatever. But my wife, I did the 23 and Me for her, and you can put, I told her, I said, you can put your stuff up there yeah. so you can find if you have cousins or this and that. So far, the one that the, is the closest to her is the guy who looks totally Mexican. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, she, she doesn't know. I think she said before that she saw something about uh, her uh, birth mother being part French and this and that, whatever. But I said, you could you could easily, I go, when you want to find her, let me know. We can find her. Yeah. We can definitely find your mom or your dad and find out what's going on. You know, it, even for just health reasons. Exactly. You know what I mean? Just yeah. to kind of find out, like, Genetically, you don't have to be like, going Why, on? why'd you, you know, let me go or whatever. No. But I don't know. I'd be, I, I think if I was adopted, I would want to know the situation. Yeah. So would I. And yeah. I, that's why the person... That I was talking about wants to just know for health reasons. Yeah. They don't need anything from the person or other. But I would also like to. What the I, situation yeah, was, what I, happened. I don't need to, I'm not mad at you. We, I'm not going to do it so we can fight. I would right. like, you know, like to know you and say, you know, I know I know some people who meet their parents and, and they say, I was messed up on drugs. The best thing they ever did was make that sacrifice and give you a better life. Yeah, you know, uh, by getting I, by by getting rid of you, by giving you a, for adoption. I watched a uh, twenty twenty, I think it was, and a lady found a baby like down the street from her house, 
and when she was riding her bike and oh, she found the baby, baby and she called the police and this and that all this stuff happened whatever. and then there was another one in their neighborhood where it was left on the porch of a guy and then another well it turns out this lady was just having babies and leaving them all around oh my god yeah, and then what? They, 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 they like found out during the story that wow. she was the mother Holy of cow. all yeah it was really weird uh, it was really weird it's like what are you doing For real i mean after one don't you go hey i gotta make sure i don't do that again yeah you know oh my god very strange oh. uh mike I don't know whether you know her or not, but you, may, be, you may want to get behind this. Miss Staten Island, oh. you want to get behind this? <laughs> has Maybe. been has been banned from the local St. Patrick's Day parade after she came out as bisexual. What? Yeah. Oh. Why is that? It? Why would they ban her? I don't know. Staten uh, Island, not forward thinking, I guess. Scott Stapp? Yeah. Married to a former Miss Staten Island. Oh, how do you oh. like that? Well, this is the Miss Staten Island we're talking about. All right. So she's not going to be allowed in the St. Patrick's Day parade. I don't understand the, the bisexual. Patrick. Well, they're very Irish Catholic, and uh, but I mean, most of the guys I know that are Irish would be like, yeah, kiss a girl. Yeah, you know? right? I don't know. I don't know what the problem is there. Yeah. Very uh, backwards thinking. Staten it's Island. a Staten Island parade or the city parade? Uh, it doesn't say here. It says the uh, local, so I would imagine Staten, Staten Island, Island, local St. Patrick's Day parade. 20 years I lived there. Never went to a parade one time. <laughs> Why would Staten you? Island. Parades yeah. are worst. Parades you don't like parades? Parades are oh. worse. The only thing that they're worse than is uh, fireworks uh, displays. Yeah. I oh, like put them together and you yeah. got the oh. worst thing now, I've ever seen. When we go to Disney, we get a hotel that aims towards the fireworks. Yeah, it's so great. We can sit on our balcony and watch yes. them and go, great. Yeah. But I don't care anymore. Oh. The laser show that Disney has is way better than the actual fireworks. Okay. But you got to be in the park for that. No, thanks. Oh. Um, but this, this is uh, absurd. Why are they mad at her? For being bisexual. That doesn't make any sense. And how did she come out? Did they catch her kissing another girl? Ooh, I, Ooh, that's like, I also like to scissor girls. Oh, yeah. I say we give her her own parade. Yes. yes. With yes. a bunch of girls. And she just goes down the route kissing girls. Uh, yep. Yeah. Right? Yep. <laughs> you want to be in the parade? Yeah. What's going on? Girl, 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 Me guy. Too. Girl, yeah. guy. Girl, 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 guy. Uh, according to a new survey, 54% of people say they feel like they don't have anyone to turn to when they have an issue at work. Uh, and that's mainly because 60% say they're too intimidated, intimidated to take their problems to their boss. 65% won't go to HR because they believe it's there to protect the company and not the employees. Mm. The survey also found that 17% of people have had something serious go down at work but didn't file a complaint because they were afraid they would get fired over it. Oh, wow. I got to tell you, that that's wrong. They're real kid gloves whenever it comes to something. If there's a situation... They don't want to get in trouble. The company doesn't want yeah. to get in trouble by, you know, pushing it out of the rug and be like, oh, no, no big deal. They got to take everything real, real serious. serious. Uh, Even if it's not that serious, they have to take it super serious. Carmen, who do you turn to here? Uh, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your boss. Yeah. John Brennan. Uh-huh. And you. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you can talk to Mike and tell him stuff? Like what? Everything. Lady problems. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. He's, he's the first one I call. Gross. Yeah, she gets in the detail. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Tells me to stop, yes. but I'm like, I have no one else to talk to. Yeah. Uh, so we talked about it the other day. Aunt Jemima and uh, who was it? Uh, one of the cereals was doing. Uh, oh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Was that it? I don't think it was Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I think it was something Captain else. Crunch. For the Captain Crunch berries and the yeah, Angel Mama pancake Berry. mix. Well, now IHOP just debuted a new special menu yesterday that is cereal-infused cereal pancakes and milkshakes. Yes. The pancakes and shakes feature Cinnamon Toast Crunch. 
Crunch Berries, and Lucky Charms, and they're available through April 12th. Uh, too much. No, 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 no not much. enough. I, you know I think a shake with that stuff in there would be really good. You right? know who started this was that milk lady who uh, who does the desserts who started in New York, and now they uh, have it in Vegas, the milk bar, because she was uh, the one who made the milk that was in the cereal, and then she uh, makes yeah. all her desserts with that milk. Oh, so good. Forever, when I was when I was bartending, I was trying to make a shot that tasted like the milk after you eat uh, uh Apple Jacks? Apple Jacks. Yeah. Which would have been real good. But I didn't have what they have today. They have so many whipped cream and all that stuff. Now you could do it, I'm sure. Oh. But back then I was trying, didn't that really work so out. So delicious. Mm. Apple Jacks are so good. No. Cereal is so good. For some reason that grosses me out. I don't know really? why. Yeah. Oh, I used to love it. Like all I like cereals. my bowl of cereal and I don't want to talk about it for some I don't know why. <laughs> okay. Like, wow. all right. my, all right. Don't talk to me about drinking the milk and just leave me alone. You like the raisin brand? I don't know why that's I so think true. we just figured out why Miss Staten Island isn't walking in the parade. Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't talk about my cereal. Yeah, don't kiss girls. Listen to me. I don't. I don't. Why? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, get, I get it. I'm very. Don't do ask sh- me about my food. Do you share cereal? Like, do no, you have no, your no, own no, box? No, no. Oh, the box? Yeah, I, you know, the box in the closet. But I mean, so like, if you found your kids eating your box of cereal, oh, you fine. would get upset? No, it's only me and my son okay. uh, that would eat it, and he doesn't really eat it. I'm the only one. Yeah, like yeah. grape nuts? So, yeah, nobody's eating my grape nuts yeah. for sure. And I'm not drinking the grape nuts milk. Oh, that grape nuts milk is also delicious? You need it in there to soften the grape <laughs> nuts soften yeah. break your jaw. Oh, no. Is I, that any good, though, the milk after grape nuts? Is that any good? I, there's never really any left. Oh, yeah. Because it soaks it all up. You, you almost have to, like, drink it when you take, like, a bite of cereal, and then you almost have to, like, sip a little bit with it. Yeah, I take a big scoop mm-hmm. of both. I like honey uh, bunches of oats. It's really good. The milk after is always Is stuck. it good after? Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Apple Jack's really good. So good. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, really good. Smacks. Kellogg's Smacks is uh, so yeah. good. Too much, too much. Oh, no. Used to be Sugar Smacks. They did used to be Sugar Smacks, right? Sugar Smacks. It's yeah, but nobody knows now. now. Yeah. yeah, Kentucky yeah. Fried Chicken KFC. Yeah. Nobody knows it's fried. Got it. Uh, <laughs> this seems pretty interesting and sounds like it would be good. A new mix of Dr. Pepper and cream soda is starting to hit shelves. Man on that. And the yeah, reviews are good. This is what the bottle looks like up on Bone TV there. Yep. Dr. Pepper and cream soda. Sounds yeah. I'm trying not to drink any soda Wonderful. and I keep making soda oh, more delicious. Oh. What about carbonated cereal milk? Nope. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> nope. No. I just did it. Nope. I just came nope. up with it. I use now, you know what I use in my cereal? What? Almond milk. It's not the same. It is the same. No, it's not yeah. the same as whole milk. I mean milk. the cereal, not the milk. What uh, yeah. kind of almond milk? Is it unsweetened or is unsweetened. it vanilla? Is it I just want it cold and creamy. Yeah. Unsweetened. Yeah. Oh, Have you tried man. any of the oat milk? No. Yeah, There's I just too got too many milks now. I just got that the other day. There's oat, try oat goat. Uh oat milk is good. Who? No, I can't even think about it. I love goat cheese, but I can't oh. think about goat milk. Goat milk. Like somebody just yanking on their teeth. Do you guys <laughs> you guys remember that story that was going around a couple of years ago about the farms around the world that weren't pasteurizing their milk? No. And people were drinking the milk unpasteurized, and they're like, oh, it's so much healthier if you just drink it straight from no. the source, the tap. Mm. Yeah. And did people die? They did. People got sick. People got real sick. Oh. The only thing this has done that made me want to eat. Is cereal? Cereal. No, food, breakfast. Oh. By the way, also, not your mother, not your milk. <laughs> no. Yeah. If she's willing no. to share. No. Yeah. Like but any, anything that's not your mother, that's not your milk. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, that's right. I read that. Yeah. I would eat Lucky Charms marshmallows. Oh, yes. I, I love them so much that I would eat them at a certain lady's back. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Don't ask me about my cereal. <laughs>
<laughs> I didn't. It wasn't a question. It was a statement. <laughs> uh, pull the curtain back. Oh, and by the way, breakfast. We got the John Smith Sub Shop is bringing in uh, some stuff today. Oh, when is that? That's nine a.m. Oh, that's they're br- they're making us whatever we, we want. Our own subs. <laughs> he needs an appetizer. <laughs> Get a lady in here with some lucky charms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, James Lipton, oh. the host of Inside the Actors Studio, Poor passed Lippy. away yesterday at the age of ninety-three. It's a long life. It is. Uh, and he did not look 93. Right. He was uh, suffering from bladder cancer. James oh. hosted the show for 24 years from its start in 1994 until it's, until he retired in 2018. He was, of course, also on Arrested Development where he yeah. played the warden on there. So good. So that was great. So James Lipton, dead. No points, by the way. I had him last year. Yeah. 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 Didn't take him this year. Hope it was yeah. peaceful. Uh, every, I, everybody kind of liked that guy. He, yeah. he had a real good, uh, interesting... Interview technique, and you know he was at the actor studio for so long. And Will Ferrell did him on SNL. Yeah, so good job with the stack of blue cards <laughs> yes. on there. Yeah, so uh. he passed away. And of course, probably the most interesting thing about inside the actor studio is what Bradley Cooper. Yes, yeah. Oh, in the crowd, which is yeah. so great. Which Louis C.K. was talking about it and said, "There will never be somebody in the audience that asks that's going to be famous." And this, uh, and then of course they show the clip of Bradley Cooper talking to Sean Penn, and then they show a clip of Bradley Cooper in a movie with yeah. Louis C.K., uh, which I thought, <laughs> I thought was great. Uh, Chris Matthews has gotten into hot water recently, and last night he announced that he is retiring from doing Hardball on MSNBC. Chris had been the host of Hardball since uh, 1994, and it was uh, moved from CNBC to MSNBC in 1999. Here is Chris talking about the situation on Bone TV. Here we go. Well, after a conversation with MSNBC, I decided tonight will be my last Hardball, so let me tell you why. The younger generations out there are ready to take the reins. We see them in politics, in the media, and fighting for their causes. They are improving the workplace. We're talking here about better standards than we grew up with, fair standards. A lot of it has to do with how we talk to each other. Compliments on a woman's appearance that some men, including me, might have once incorrectly thought were okay. We're never okay. Not then and certainly not today. And for making such comments in the past, I'm sorry. I'm very proud of the work I've done here. Long before I went on television, I worked for years in politics, was a newspaper columnist, an author, I'm working on another book. I'll continue to write and talk about politics and cheer on my producers and crew here in Washington and New York and my MSNBC colleagues. They will continue to produce great journalism in the years ahead. And for those of you who have gotten in the habit of watching Hardball every night, I hope you're going to miss because I'm going to miss you. But remembering Humphrey Bogart and Casablanca will always have Hardball. So let's not say goodbye, but till we meet again. Chris Matthews compared um, Sanders' campaign to Nazis, uh, and you know you you have to allow somebody who does that much talking and who is giving their opinion on their show. You have to allow them to have some gaffes sometimes. That's what happens, and they can't be afraid. Now, now listen, he starts calling people the N word and all. Right. He lost his mind, but when he says something, that's his opinion. I went to a Trump rally here in Tampa before before he was president, and I was there, and I felt very uneasy. I felt, and I said it was like a, a Hitler Youth rally. It was all white people as far as I could see. They were all just dying to chant and yell, and it was just uncomfortable. I'm not saying President Trump is. I'm not saying all his supporters are. That was my feeling, and I've said that on the air, and people get mad at me. Oh, we don't need the media. Oh, shut up. That's my opinion, and I could say whatever I want. 
this guy should be allowed to say it, and then he should be allowed to apologize for it, as most people who get uh, blown out because they said something stupid. When you ask somebody to have that much time on television speaking their opinion, once they say something you find offensive, you can't just fire them. And clearly he was fired even though he resigned. Now, they said there's claims of um, sexual harassment, right. which he touches on by saying he was complimenting a woman's looks. I don't know the details on that. To, he could have been abusive with it. He could have been like, hey, nice tease. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But, yes, for a long time, especially somebody his age, it was complimentary to tell a woman she looked hot in her dress and your butt looks great and all that stuff. Now, granted, he should know now that that's unacceptable and women don't want that. And, um, you know, but when did it happen? I don't know. It seems very unfair. And I'm not uh, a huge fan of Chris Matthews. He's been on the show a couple of times. He's a good guest. Uh, but, you know, he, he, you can't, and I'm speaking from personal experience, you can't, I say things on the show sometimes. The next day I was like, I wish I didn't say that. But it's going to happen. It just comes out of your mouth sometimes. And you're like, eh, it was on my mind at the time. In the article, it said he had a history of sexual harassment allegations and sexist remarks, including rape jokes about Bill Cosby and comments about Hillary Clinton's ability to lead as a woman. So there's just a few of the things. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I know that I'd read that in 2017, Hardball paid off one of their producers because she had a sexual harassment claim against Chris Matthews. And what and is, they, set, they settled out of court. And what is that case? That he told her that she looked hot in her dress I mean, or I that he was trying was. to have sex with her? Yeah. Like, we don't know because it was settled. Like, maybe there's some more stuff coming, though, and they're like, listen, you gotta go, man. Yeah, like, Bill O'Reilly had a history of of using his position of power to uh, hook up with women and to try and set up things, and he yeah. would call them, and he would do it. There, there was a history there. I don't know that for Chris Matthews. And when when you talk about a case that came up that settled, you can't say, well, they settled the case. Because if this woman was like, I'm suing him, and I want a million dollars, and they went, how about 50 grand? And she was like, okay. Yeah. Then that's a settlement. You know, It's easier to get out that way. I had to get the feeling that MSNBC, or MSNBC just said, like, enough's enough, man. Because to let him walk from hardball... In the prime time, like elect, this is like right. this is when they make their money. Is right. election year, right. prime time in the next six months? It had to be something either coming or that's that's huge to make him walk away literally right now in their prime time when he's I, their top guy. And nobody said anything about the sexual harassment stuff. It was a Nazi comment yeah. that got everybody all fired mm-hmm. up. And you can't call a guy who's uh, Jewish and related to the Nazis. I mean, I'm sure his campaign put the pressure on them uh, to do something. But at that point, they should say, look, we stand behind our guy. He's he's doing stream of consciousness. He's out there talking for a while. He's going to say things that he regrets. We'll have him apologize, and we'll call you. And he apologized the next day. You know, I'm not – this isn't solely for him. This is for anybody who who is invited to talk and give their opinion. And, I don't know, it's, it's rough for him. Mike, good morning. Hey, man, the, the story I got this morning on that was that uh, there was a lot more going to be coming down the pike for him, including one that he said he told a black woman offset in front of other MSNBC employees that there would be a there was a point in time when he would have owned her. Oh, okay. that is different. Yeah, that's yeah. a killer. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Appreciate the heads up on that. Again, I don't know that to be true. But if that's the case, you you can't have that in your building. Or maybe the company didn't have his back, and he said, you know what? Screw it. I'm out yeah. of here. Oh, that could be true, too. You know? That could be true, too. You could say, hey, I never said that to the woman. They were like, well, you know, uh, just an uh, interesting situation. I was trying to explain yesterday that to my son. I was like, this, there used to be a time. <laughs> I said to my son, do you know that there was a time where 
people were taking um, alcohol enemas to get drunk faster. Then I had to explain what an enema was. <laughs> and then I said, so oh. I pretended to take a Crown Royal enema live on the air, which resulted in a huge fine from the FCC. There are things you just can't do anymore. And yeah. that was, I mean, you pretended to do it, and it didn't even happen. And, you know, and then and then all of a sudden we got fined for something that never actually happened. So you got to really be careful what you're I doing. really thought you were about to say, so then I showed him what an enema was. No. Come here, son. Yeah, Part of me, I think, go. had to just let my son know, in case you ever read about that, daddy didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Daddy didn't do it. <laughs> Uh, a woman is accusing Timothy Hutton of raping her in Timothy a Van- Hutton. Yeah, Vancouver hotel room in 1983. Oh, Jesus. Uh, when she was 14 years old, that would put Timothy Hutton in his 20s. Uh, he denies it happened. He says he actually never even met her. So I, I mean, you know, she said it in the 90s would be a little bit more credible. But now, now you just have to go. Okay, well, maybe it, I'm just very unfortunate. You waited too long. We have no way to prove. <laughs> I'm sorry. Way. Yeah. If that happened, the statute of limitations is run out. I don't even think it has. But the simple fact is, you can't research that anymore. Mm. So now you're going to go ahead and smear uh, his name if it's untrue, or conjure up all of those feelings again if it is true. For no reason, no no outcome. Thirty seven years ago, it'd be a lot easier to find out this stuff if it was like the next week. Yeah, that yeah. would help. Yeah. Would help Serious. Uh, the Harrison Ford movie Call of the Wild is going to lose around fifty million dollars, <laughs> and it's uh, at least partly because they used CGI instead of a real dog. Yeah, hate it. But the reason is because that actually pushed the budget up over $125 million. Can I give the movie companies a, a, an idea? Sure. His name is Greg Galvin. Uh-huh. You take the movie yep. and you go to him, Galvin, this is our idea. We're going to make Call of the Wild. We're going to have uh, old-ass Harrison Ford in it, and we're going to CGI the dog. What do you think? Nope. Don't do you got to use a real dog. So I'm th- fine with Harrison Ford. I don't think even a real dog would have saved that movie. I'm fine with Harrison Ford. You got to use a real. Oh well, yeah, but I mean, if you're looking for glaring things that are the right. problem with the movie, you know, that's yeah. the big part of it. I don't want to see a dog smile fake and, yeah. and do that stuff. Mm. Save that for Scooby Doo. Like, could they could they ever do another Beethoven? You guys remember that movie? When, when I was, Beethoven was a real dog. I love that movie. Yeah. Beethoven one and two, and they Charles were great. Grodin. Yeah, and they had a real Poor dog. Charles Grodin. <laughs> that's what he ended up doing. Beethoven. Uh, he also did Midnight Run. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I know. But, so then, good. but then that was it. Yeah, and Beethoven. Then he went on TV. On MSNBC, I think, or CNBC at the time. Uh, Flavor Flav has responded to uh, his supposed firing by I, Public Enemy. I have it here. He said, yeah, boy. <laughs> by Chuck D saying, quote, I'm not your employee. I'm your partner. You can't fire me. There is no Public Enemy without Flavor Flav. So let's get it right, Chuck. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Oh, these two. <laughs> But that, that's what I was curious about. Like, who owns the rights? Who does this? I mean, obviously, Chuck D is seems more important to the music part of it, you know. But does he own the rights? Does he have this? They, how do they do the contract? Well, didn't they say they, he called it something different? It was Public Enemy he Project was do it, but, then, but then he said that they fired Flavor Flav from Public Enemy. Yeah. Mm. Oops. Sorry. Yeah, so I don't know whether that's going to happen or not. Uh, Something tells me Chuck D is smarter than Flavor Flav. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. Is it that. the clocks? Because he doesn't have the clocks? It did have me listening to Public Enemy all day. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it's unclear where Jameis Winston will play football in 2020, <gasps> but it's looking increasingly like 
It won't be in Tampa Bay. Oh, what? no. Peter well, yeah, I guess Tom Brady's coming. Peter <laughs> King of N- NBC Sports uh, reported Winston is, quote, likely to leave the box in free agency, though he could not find a spot where he would land as a starter when speaking to executives at the Combine. Well, he can't. I mean, you know, he can speculate all he wants. Sure. Peter King's a lunatic. Yeah. Uh, that guy's nuts. Uh, he does. What do you think? Will you apologize to him if Jameis leaves? No, I think he's crazy. He's he's a lunatic. I think I think the Bucks are going to screw this up. I'm starting to think How? more and more that Jameis is going to be gone. Oh, Eating W somewhere else. But yeah. for what though? That's the problem. I think they're going to screw up. They, I think that Bruce Arians is convinced that Tom Brady's going to come here, which I don't think is going to happen. I don't think so either. That's what they think. Because to me, the only person that would be worth upgrading would be Tom Brady. And even though we're only going to get him for a year or two. Right. Yeah. They, they're just, they, I think Arians doesn't want to coach long. He's old. And he wants to push in right now all in. And so if you bring Brady here, maybe you get, get to ring. make a run at a Super Bowl in the next two years, and then everybody gets out, and the franchise goes back to sucking for another decade. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. When do they this. have to decide this? Uh, I think free agency starts March 16th. So, so he could start talking to other teams then? Yes. Okay. So what happens if Arians thinks Brady's coming, they get rid of Winston, then Brady doesn't come, then they don't have anybody, you know who they have to call? Ghostbusters? No. <laughs> they would have to call, make a call down to Miami. Yes. And no. get him back. Marino. They're never going to get him back. He's still there. I know, but he knows we're here. He loves us. It's true. You know, something that I'd love it. Uh, Fitzpatrick said to us on the air. I said, we wanted you on the show so bad that we had to wait till you went to Miami to get you on. Mm-hmm. And he said, you're just asking the wrong people. Because in an attempt to be team players, we actually go through the right channels. Right. No more of that this year. No. Okay. Like, Ali Marpet seems like a really cool guy. He's been showing up at the Vipers games. My son saw him at yoga one time. When, He'd be a great guy to have on the air. When I got Donovan Smith in here, I didn't talk to the, the Bucks at all. Yeah. I, and the one guy that we got from the Buccaneers, and it was O.J. Howard, and he was awful to talk yeah. to. Cause, and not him, but the phone, the phone, I can't look at him. I can't get the... Yeah, we need to work on that. We had Riley Bullock. I thought he was going to be our friend, and then he retired. Know, yeah. <laughs> He's selling real estate now in Tennessee. See you guys. Yeah, good for him. He had a little bit of a run. He had a career. Yeah. Uh, finally, in news, according to a new survey, less than a quarter of millennials say they're good at fixing things around the house. I, I, I don't know whether I agree with this thing. Millions of millennials say that they uh, call for help to hang a picture or change a light bulb. Yep. The average millennial says they'll... Are you a millennial? No, but <laughs> so, I, I'm that guy. Though. Says they'll go more than three weeks with a light bulb out before they get around what? to fixing it. No. Yeah, some of the other jobs around the house that millennials can't or won't do are putting up wallpaper. Who's putting up wallpaper? That's gross. Painting, fixing a loose screw, fixing a heater, tightening the hinges. Or Those the, are the, like the easiest things ever. But also, yeah, I think they're just taking shots on millennials. This is just, you know, listen, I don't you do know, a lot. It's not a millennial's fault. You didn't teach him how to do this stuff. Therefore, he doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. Right. So, so it's not the, the millennial's problem? fault. But it's also, there's plenty of millennials that can build all kind of stuff and do. Is uh, uh, Danielle, how old's her husband? Is he a millennial? No. Oh, da- no. No. Just past it, probably. But, like, that guy can build anything. Yeah, he's like yeah. a carpenter. But I'm sure that there's a bunch of 20-year-olds right out there right now that are like, I built my house myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. can do all this stuff. I don't know how to do any of that. I'm not a millennial. So now you're going to start, you know, 
talking bad about 40-year-old white yeah. guys? Yeah. I've been waiting for like four months for my brother-in-law to come over and hang a TV. <laughs> oh, Dino. I want to do it myself. Uh, hang oh, a TV. I can't hang a TV. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. I would not let you. I would not trust a TV yeah. that you hung for okay. more than a, a month. How do you do it? I mean, obviously, like, what do you, you want me to take you step by step? Yeah. 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 Calm it down, Spanish. I'm talking to Mike right now. I'm excited. I want to know. I mean, first you have to buy the wall mount, but then you Mm -hmm. also have to find the studs in the wall, and then you screw the placement in there, and then you, yeah. I don't know any studs. Uh, Listen, you're right, (laughs) and I know that too, but I still wouldn't trust myself to do it. Really, the hardest part is finding the stud. Like, I would have to use a stud finder. Like, I can do the knock test, but I don't trust that. So, yes, I would need a stud finder, but Mm -hmm. I could easily do that. Well, here's the thing. It's all in... You know, I, I'm sure I could do that stuff, but also I would rather have somebody do it right the first time. I don't want to drill holes in my walls and go, ah, damn it, yeah. did the wrong thing, whatever, and then you pay money for that. Just have somebody else do it. I didn't learn how to do that stuff because I was busy playing soccer and playing drums and doing all that. Guess what? You may be able to build a house. You can't play drums. Yeah. You know what nobody I mean? So ever, we learn different things. Nobody ever taught me how to do any of that stuff. I have a whole family worth of uh, you know construction workers, yeah, and they were always working. So I don't, I don't have any clue how to do any of that stuff. That's why I have Dino, and yeah. he'll hang a TV and he'll put a door on. My dad was pretty good with that do. stuff, and he would show us. He'd be like, "Yeah, hey, here you do this. And I, don't, I don't care, whatever." But my brother <laughs> yeah. Tim and that's was the thing. We would have probably said that too, right? My brother Tim was very interested, and he learned how to do all that stuff. And he was taking apart fans and taking apart this, and then working on his own motorcycle and cars and everything else. So he learned how to do all that stuff, and he's good at it. So that was great whenever I lived nef- next yeah, to him. I bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just I'm, like, hey, Tim, fix this. I'm stuck trying <laughs> to find studs in my wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's the on. one thing. Pete and I are so similar. We didn't have a skill that the other one could take advantage of. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can uh, fix things. I'm really smart. <laughs> John Brennan can do that stuff. He can. Yeah. Build and do stuff. He's and got, he, like, a workbench in his yeah. garage and stuff. Uh, workbench? Yeah. yeah, yeah. For, like, wow. Christmas, he wants tools, oh pegboards. Yeah. And he looks rugged while he does it, too. <laughs> you know weird. who can do a lot of that stuff also as well is Pep Pap. No. Like, he knows how to do a surprising amount there's, of handyman stuff. There's no way I would let Pat, Pat Dude, hang my TV. Can no I way. tell you? Can I tell you? He fixed my bumper. I, I caved in my bumper on my Dodge Challenger, and he fixed it with a, uh, a heat lamp. <laughs> he heated yeah. up the bumper with a, yeah, like a little, with flame out, and yeah. popped it. Oh, yeah. Old MacGyver. Uh, they say it's not all laziness or lack of basic skills. It's also an issue of confidence. 33% say someone else will do a better job of fixing stuff. And it's an issue of time. 14% say they're just too busy. Yeah. yeah that's you know, a, it's kind of like changing work. your oil. Change your, yeah, okay, great. You can change your own oil, but you can also get it done for 20 bucks. Yeah. And you it know, takes it's a lot minutes. faster. Yeah. yeah. And do it that way. Yeah. That is it for news. All right. Dominic Ferriello is our lawyer. He's your lawyer. He's here to take your legal calls. Uh, if you want to talk to him, get on the phone lines right now. Seven- for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.